Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by EPM. EPM is passionate about helping their clients succeed. From the very beginning, they set out to be different from other companies. Their diverse team of experts working in a collaborative entrepreneurial culture bring fresh thinking and creative solutions every day. They live and breathe their brand's mission and vision. EPM is all about empowerment and through it all, they will continue to offer top financial service, communication and assistance to the communities they serve. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. I'm your host, JP Hussey of the Hussey Team Mortgage Advisors. And today I have my good buddy, Tom Alice. Uh, you are Alice. a mortgage Alice. broker, no, co-founder. It, what did you say? It's Alice. Alice? Alice. Alice. Did I say Alice? I've been calling you, know, you Alice for like... Took my wife Ailes and daughter probably uh, two two years after uh, you know saying it enough times to get it right. So not no worries. Yeah, right. I mean, I've known you for three years, but either way, <laughs> but you are co-founder of Edge Home Finance and the president of growth at AIM. And today, I don't know if you knew Tom, the yes. fifth birthday of AIM. Yeah, yes. really cool. And I think if we get to add another layer, you can add another layer to it. Besides, is it the fifth or sixth? I think it's the sixth year, but well, I was seeing fifth, but where I, what I read was going into the sixth year. So wouldn't that make it five? I don't yeah, know. I just love I, uh, I love using our aim group for it because a they work so hard to to just keep giving us the platform to continue winning. But it was funny because there was something where like, is it five? Is it six? Like, all right. Anthony published this to where it was our first. So we're just falling in line. So if we go off of that, it's the sixth. If you want to ask Mark Summers, he's going to tell you it's the fifth. Um, yeah. Okay. Good news, okay. Rizzo. It's been long, around long enough. You and I have had an opportunity to be friends. We've met a lot of good people that have come together in the broker space that wouldn't have met if it wasn't for um, AIM. So grateful yep. for that. Yeah, yeah. And this is the second time we've done this. The first time was about two and a half years ago, June 2020, right in the middle of COVID. I mean, That's that was time. total. It's crazy how yeah. things change over two and a half years. Um, this is the 150th episode. I think you yeah, said that. Yeah, there it is. The freaking 150th. I mean, I think yeah. our 50s have all been special. I remember, I think on the 100th episode, was it, uh, was it, was it Todd that was on? I don't know. You, we did a good, there was a really good one for the hundred. I don't know if it was Katie and Brendan or um, Todd, but uh, yeah, on, honored to be asked. I mean, to me, this has been the best listening that uh, like you get into shows or watch series. To me, I get into these broker broker podcasts. I love mm -hmm. the originality of it. Just the way I think you and Mark are really talented at doing these. And I love learning about other brokers and seeing how they're dominating and winning. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm excited to be back, my friend. I think uh, a lot has changed since two and a half years ago, right? Oh, so much have changed, man. And and where are you at right now? Are you happen to be UWM or, or something? I'm in Pontiac, Michigan at uh, UWM. We've got uh, 60, I think 64 team members that we hired here recently that come wow. out and utilize them for their partnership and, you know, helping them get acclimated to the wholesale channel. 
plus for me, you know, we, we run a, what I call a thin margin company, meaning I wouldn't have enough money to spend for 60 flights and hotels and everything to see some of the team members that we have guys from Hawaii to, you know, mm-hmm. the tip of Florida up to, you know, all over the place. So it's a great opportunity for us, not only to get better and learn uh, all of the things that our number one partner offers, but also get a chance to see my team members and have some fun as well. And I got to do a podcast this morning with my guy, uh, Jonathan Haddad over at next door. That was fun. Got to see the excitement and energy that he's built with, uh, with that company. So, you know, collaboration is key taking full advantage of it by uh, meeting great people like yourself and the others that, you know, really believe in supporting our channel and coming together to try to see how we can help each other uh, get some wins. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, talk about energy. Jonathan has energy. He's like Uh, both of us combined times 10, I think. Yeah, he really does. It was 6 a.m. And so for me, it was 5 a.m. because I'm normally central time. So I flew in last night and you know how it goes when you come with a group of uh, team members, the, the force at the bar after you get back from dinner is strong. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, I got, I'm not going to show up with that guy's energy and be sitting there sweating. Like oh, I shouldn't have had that last beer or um, <laughs> I was fresh, man. I was feeling good. And we had a, we had a great time. Katie Sweeney was with us as well. She had a podcast with him this morning, got to check out his office, talk with him and his partner, Doug, for a little bit. Just, you know, another thing that without aim, I would have never got mm-hmm. a chance to meet you guys and let alone meet you, like collaborate with mm-hmm. you, right? Like you and I yeah. worked together yeah. on, yeah. you know, a committee that AIM put together. Um, but I met you first of all in Costa Rica, right? I think we were hopping yeah. on the bus yeah. and I said, hey, uh-huh. do they have any beers out here? We went and bought some expensive beers we from the beers. Yep. Yeah, from the little shop. And from there, man, it was history. Yeah, I think they were like 15 or $20 beers, but we didn't care oh, at the time. Cool. We just got there. And that's always yeah. my issue. Any AIM event, I get there. I go really hard the first day. Then I need like two days to recover. I'm a mess. Yep. So I'm learning. I'm learning yes. over these years. Yeah, you show, yeah. show up but a day or two early and get it out of your system. That worked for me at uh, Hall of AIM this year. So I showed yeah. up Monday. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think the AIM leadership team is probably smarter than what we realize sometimes. Because I'm like, well, why do I need to fly in so early? Well, we have planning. Mm-hmm. We had a good time and got it out of our system. And the rest of the week was kick and tail and making sure that our members got the most out of it and running, running a great event. Yeah. Well, well, we, this will go into my next segment here, but you guys get smarter over time and you learn from, from the past. All right. So I do have some notes, right? I kind of, I don't love comparing, but let's do it a little bit here. Right. So two and a half years ago, we did this, right? I have a couple notes here. We talked about operations, building relationships, work-life balance, right? So before I get into them, right, you had mentioned you brought you brought 64 team members from Edge, right, today? Is that yes. what you said? Yep. Yep. So we go back two and a half years ago. What? How many team members did you have then? Do you remember? Wow. You know, I hopefully, since this is mainly an audio, and I don't know if it's going to stop from seeing my face, but let me check real quick. Okay. Uh, my guess would be, you know, probably a hundred, uh, you know, hundred something. Okay. Hey, look, so 2020. Uh-huh. The old Excel. Two, I think we, we finished the year at 228 in 2020. Okay. Where are you guys at now? Right at 550, maybe a hair above, uh, 550. We just, uh, you know, we've, we've onboarded 30 in the last 15 days. So, 
you know, our, our goal is to get to a thousand quality producing originators um, by the end of this year. Wow. So you basically doubled in two and a half years, if I'm doing my math correctly. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. I, mean, yep. I guess there's a reason why you're the president of growth. At AIM. <laughs> that makes sense. If we're looking if we're looking for evidence, I mean, I'm just going straight facts right now. And that's evidence as to why, right? So if we go a bit deeper, we talked about operations, we talked about relationships, we talked about work-life balance. Is there one that I'm saying here that pops out that is like, wow, that has really changed for the better or for the worse? Like what yeah. has, has, which one pops out to you? Well, I mean, our operations and relationships is all part of the, you know, it's all, that's never going to change, right? I mean, right. we have to always, we always have to do better than we did yesterday. And especially a company that's scaling, you know, we need to make sure that we're not wasting our opportunities and creating, you know, not only for the channel, but for, for my company specifically, um, mm -hmm. that we're not wasting the opportunities by providing a poor experience. So we're always working mm -hmm. on that. The only thing that I would say that has changed you know, the work-life balance, um, I, I would say 2020, you know, mm -hmm. I, I've always been an originator and I still originate to this day. You know, last year was a slower year where maybe I was at like 90 million in my own personal production, um, uh -huh. but I'm originating. I love it. So, you know, from the relationship side, that's still key. I can't, I can't stop doing that because that to me is my character. One, mm -hmm. I like meeting new people. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You know, there's a little bit of uncomfortable aspect to where, you know, maybe it's tough to have a conversation at first, but then you break down those barriers a little bit. Like I would say with you and my relationship, I always look forward to talking with you. You know, mm -hmm. you do cool Same. things in your community. You're a hardworking guy with a, you know, little, you know, family owned business. You have your brother working mm -hmm. for you. Like to me, that's freaking cool and inspirational. Right. I love it. Um, mm -hmm. So I like meeting and talking to people. So that part hasn't changed. The work-life balance is definitely changed, um, mainly because, you know, 2020, I was still, I was focused on originations and we were growing organically without really trying, right? And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it really was just, you know, our originators would talk to somebody else, tell them about what's going on. They would want to join. Great. Now, you know, there's been a couple of changes with that. Last year at Hall of Aim, which I believe was in February of uh, 2022, is mm -hmm. when Katie and Brendan uh, cornered me and they said, hey, you know, we're thinking about adding a different vertical and it'd be growth. Would you be willing? Um, I didn't quite know what I was getting myself into, but I mm -hmm. saw what the others that were part of leadership were doing. Right. I saw Brendan, who's still closing at that point, you know, 150, 160 million a year in production. Um, and he's being helpful, right? He's helping people mm -hmm. with things like I've, they kind of, I don't want to say pick on me a little bit about it, but like advocacy, I, I just, I don't, I don't get excited about it. Right. Like mm -hmm. I hate politics. I don't like talking mm -hmm. about politics because that's just, to me, it's like, it's an argument waiting to happen. So I've always been, uh, avoidant of that, but I've seen mm -hmm. how Brendan, you know, he's busting his tail to protect, um, our, our, us as an industry. Like, I love that. And, and then I see him still closing a ton of business. I'm like, okay, you know, to me, wow. when you see somebody else do it and they do it successfully, Mark Summers the same way, right? He's got a, mm -hmm. he's got his own mortgage company he runs. He's been one of the founders of, you know, AIM from the beginning. Um, yet he's still active within our community. So I wasn't sure what I was getting into, but I'm glad I said yes, because, you know, mm -hmm. truthfully, it's 
it's the same thing I'm going to do regardless if I'm with AIM or not. I, li I like to help people. I like to um, help others learn from mistakes maybe that I made prior that I can help them and say, hey, you know, you should probably look at this. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we went through, especially 2020 on our last one. I, I've probably even said it in a podcast. It was like, hey, you know, things are going to tighten up. And when things tighten up, are you recession proof? You know, and I've been mm -hmm. fortunate enough to spread that message enough within our broker community that I, I think a lot of people are set up now to thrive where before maybe they were expense heavy because you were closing a ton of loans. And my mm -hmm. opinion is the broker model allows you to operate lean, right? It allows mm -hmm. you to, mm -hmm. to be profitable even um, on a one loan basis, you should be profitable. Um, so it's been fun. It's been fun actually being able to collaborate with people and people to, I think, really get to know who, who I am, what my character is, know that, you know, I'm not here with an ulterior motive, not trying to pillage our community and hire all of our brokers or uh, I don't want mm -hmm. that. You know, to me, I look at it. And I've said this a few times here recently because I was meeting with uh, UWM on our recruitment strategies. And I was like, I don't want to recruit brokers. Like to me, it's it's like walking into a bar that 25 percent of the women are married. And granted, this is if I'm single. Walking <laughs> into a bar and my wife yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, you know, you if 25% of them are married and 75% aren't, what why am I going mm -hmm. after the 25% that are married? I don't I don't want mm -hmm. them, right? I want to mm -hmm. I want to save people from retail that are being overcharged and being fed lies on why they're still stuck in a model that they need to, you know, have a four or five hundred basis point margin to be able to make a mm -hmm. hundred bits. Like to me, that's ridiculous. I'm passionate about it because truthfully. It doesn't make sense to me, right? I mean, the okay. simplicity of our business is we sell money. And if I sell it cheaper and get paid more and can deliver the same, if not a better client experience, then tell me what I'm missing. So mm -hmm. um, it's been fun to have that stage to not only share that message, but to be able to execute on it, right? I think uh, the majority of almost all of my recruits are coming from retail. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's what our channel should be focusing on. Um, to continue to grow the, the channel in general, which is what they asked me to help do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And and so it's been about a year and now you're reflecting back, like you said, like, don't love the politics, this or that. But there really isn't like if I'm going back to Brendan, I know I've known Brendan for a while. Like he's in D.C. You think politics, you know, he's he's in. That's where he works and lives. Yeah. Uh, then he has been in D.C. with Katie trying to make some changes. And, dude, he's the most authentic guy you can meet. You know, like he's the man. You can have a beer with him. Yeah. There's no BS out of him. He's a great dude. You know, he just he yeah. is. So there isn't really that. So I'm glad I'm glad you jumped in and saw saw that as well in state. Yeah, because it's been. Well, there's no politics. You've got to meet with politicians. So to me, it's that's like, what I mean. That's the part. That's the part I don't like. You know, I'd rather. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's always, uh, you know, I hate to say why we even created a PAC is, you know, finally uh -huh. you have to not only have the organization, but you have to have the money and Correct. you have to have people screaming at you to be able to actually get things done. And with all mm -hmm. the efforts that he's leading, um, they're doing that in a, in a powerful way, right? Where we're, we're getting, we're getting results, more results than, you know, what you look at, even if there's other trade associations in our industry, none of them are achieving the results that we are with even a fraction mm -hmm. of the budget because we have people that are passionate about it and that are executing. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's doing, it's doing the politics of the right way. You know, it can, and that's what's happening and that's what I'm seeing and knowing the players involved. I'm like, wow, 
wow, they are doing it, you know, changed my mind, which is great. Now, I, yeah. I am going back and remembering our first podcast now and something. And this is cool because something you've taught me that I'm just kind of realizing now. I believe you were the one that talked about how a broker is and we're the person looking to break into the bank. Is that your line? Yeah, well, I've, uh, I've used that a little. I've used uh, very similar to that. I remember. Yeah. All right. So I remember that. Mm -hmm. I use that to this day with certain clients that need to hear what we do. And that's yes. the line I use. So I stole that from you. So thank you. I'm just remembering that literally right now, listening to you talk. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, so looking back though, all right. So two and a half years ago, and let's be honest, I mean, not that you're not honest, but what is something that maybe you would have done a little bit differently for everyone that's growing right now, the past two and a half years, is there, is there one thing that's like, man, I wish I'd done that better because now I can show everyone maybe not to do this or whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, I mean, not really, because sometimes mm -hmm. you're not ready for not only growth, you're not ready for success. You're not dedicated mm -hmm. to putting in, you know, the question before that, that you asked me what changed the work-life balance has changed a little, right? I've had to, okay. I'm working a lot more than what I was at 2020. I was, uh, before I even joined AIM, you know, it's pretty easy to originate loans in our channel, especially with mm -hmm. some of our partners that have amazing technology. It's like, you know, I'm spending what, two hours on a loan at best, you know, you're closing 20 loans. Okay. That's 40 hours. What am I doing with the rest of the month? You know, mm -hmm. um, where I tell you what I was doing. I was playing golf. I was smoking cigars. Yeah. I was riding my bike. Uh, I was doing a lot of stuff. Right. Um, mm -hmm. It was fun. And now that's kind of changed. But to me, I don't want to say this is a sport or a hobby, but I'm like addicted to chasing being better than yesterday. And mm. I find time to make sure that I'm watering the grass, so to speak, when it comes to work life balance. But, you know, life for me, uh, this industry is like a um, it's more of a lifestyle than a career. Right. So my mm. life balance, I think it's more importantly, if I call it you know, life family balance, right? Or work okay. family balance, because okay. that's where I have to still make sure that I'm being plugged in at home. Cause I don't want to see all of a sudden my daughter's 13 and before I know it, mm -hmm. she's 18 and she's gone and I'm not there to tuck her in at night or, you know, mm -hmm. to go over homework or, um, but I've also, you know, I've made some sacrifices in other areas that I, that brought me joy. You know, like I did an Ironman, a half Ironman last September, you know, I like, uh -huh exercising one it keeps me feeling good um but it takes a lot of time so mm -hmm. no i've cut back a little bit on that not that i necessarily want to long term but i've had to find places to where i can cut things out that were self-serving that aren't cutting out my time with my wife or my daughter um or doing things other than than working because if you want to it can turn to an addiction as well right like, i mean sure, it can work yeah. you know 4 a.m to 10 p.m every night and you know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> when you're laying on your deathbed, you're not going to remember that, okay, well, great, I made an extra $100,000 or I did whatever. Mm -hmm. You're going to remember the memories that you had with people, that you spent with your, your family, that you spent time. Like, I cherish our time together, right? I talk with you mm -hmm. every now and then, especially being on the pay. Like, I like that. Yep. To me, that's not necessarily work. Um, to where I still have the balance, I'm just... I'm working a hell of a lot more because I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I just hit my stride. I feel I'm 42. Um, mm -hmm. I've been busting my tail for the opportunity to, you know, not only build out a company that I felt, um, I feel a hundred percent confident 
that there's nothing better for an originator in this industry than if they partner with me, you know, and mm -hmm. now I'm ready to get out and share that message more in trying to attract more retail originators to break the shackles, look at what we have to offer and stop being, uh, stop being fed BS, right? Like get to the facts. Uh -huh. You know, I, I mm -hmm. hear it every day. Like, well, I heard you guys can't talk to your underwriters. I mean, you've heard the same thing. We yeah, our, thing. Our group, yeah, no our our better group. We know it, but I still hear it every day. It's amazing to me. Um, so, you know, keep spreading the word and I'm going to keep growing. And it's, uh, I'm 42 years old. Uh -huh. I, I love what I'm doing and I plan on continuing to just dominate as much as I can and carry those along with me that are in our channel that uh, I like collaboration. I don't have a goal to, I'm going to beat whoever's number one or number two or number three or whatever going to be number one. But at some point I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to run them over. Like we got 25% market share. Like what can yeah. we do to grow together? You know, like what is what are we doing to, and that's what I've loved about aim is I get to have that collaboration, you know, went and said this morning as I went to next door lending and, you know, truthfully, they're a competitor, right? I mean, they're a good company. They've got good pricing and they're in the States that I am. And I even run across mm -hmm. them on my own deals from some time, but that's the one off. And even if it is competition's healthy, if two classy people are doing it the right way. And that's to me yep. to see yep. people that we hold accountable and aim, like we're working on our, our ethics and our, our board of ethics and like how things are handled. Um, Andy to me, it's going to yep. make our community better. It's going to make us stronger. And those that uh, believe in collaboration and coming together and saying, Hey, you know, if JP struggling because he's trying a new model, you know, hey, can I introduce you to somebody I know that tried that before? Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. they're going to tell you maybe where they failed or where they succeeded to try to help you do better. To me, like, you can't put a price on that, right? I just mm -hmm. absolutely, I love our community. Yeah, that's the beauty of, of being in the mortgage mm -hmm. industry and then even being on the broker side, in my opinion, is because, like you had said, it's not work, life. It's like life, because it's part of your life. And that's what's yes. cool. It's all mixed in. And when you enjoy the quote unquote work. And like you said, it's life family or whatever you had said right there. Right. That's the real balance. Like work yeah. life. Let's get rid of that. Your work the is life your life. Family balance. The life work family. Life. Yeah, let's just change that. I love that. I think it's great. You had also mentioned we're, we're at about 25% market share as a broker. Yes, community. Is that where we're yep. at? Where, yep. where do you, where do you want it to be? I mean, it'd be nice hundred percent, but where do you think it's honestly going to be in the next few years? Yeah, so that's a good question. Truthfully, I don't know. All that I know for what I can control is I can make it a little better than it was yesterday. So mm -hmm. for me, if that means I'm adding one person a day to this industry, then I'm doing my part, right? And truthfully, mm -hmm. I mean, we just onboarded 30 in the last 15 days. So, you know, maybe we'll do a little bit more than uh, the average just because we've been at it for, I founded the company 2011 with my partners, Chris and Chantel. And mm -hmm. You know, we've been at it for 12 years, broker, using the same things, getting our process down, making sure it was something that I felt confident to put my reputation in because uh -huh. your team members that trust you, now they have families to feed. They have goals and aspirations. And the last thing I want to do is, you know, set somebody up in a position where um, they're not, it's not going to be better for them, right? It's like, I think that's the biggest misconception with, uh, a lot of LOs that haven't switched yet is the saying, the grass isn't always greener. Well, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a it's a damn true statement, 
But I got to tell you, the grass on the broker side is freaking green, you know? And it's, I don't <laughs> yeah, know how before we get to 50% before more people realize it and break down the barriers of it. But um, it's like, that's every LO that I've talked to this week that came out here to success track to get better. They're telling me, hey, you know, man, I waited way too long. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know why too. I didn't do this earlier. I just got my one guy onboarded from uh, Georgia, Jay White. He was my he was my manager back in the day at Ace Funding. Good dude, like solid, yeah. good Southern boy, veteran. Um, you know, he he reached out to me this week. It's thirty days in. He's like, bro, I got you know, I got almost it was a six figure amount in revenues coming. Like in 30 days, I'm closing loans that I didn't, I just stopped even looking at them before because of the overlays <laughs> that we had at the last. And it's like the excitement when somebody gets it and it clicks and then mm -hmm. they tell me, man, why didn't you tell me about this sooner? And I'm like, I did, you know, you just yeah, weren't, you weren't listening or you were scared because uh -huh. the grass isn't always greener. But, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know how to say it. If I could change the colors of broker or breader to like Toro green, man, the grass <laughs> is green on, on the broker side. Well, maybe we can have an alternate logo. You get a shirt, yeah. you know, bro, a little grass underneath. We we can yeah. do that, you know. Like right? I got, you know, I know people too. So um, <laughs> what I heard there, which is cool, is you guys scaled really hard. I want to get to that in a minute. But you're taking care of the LOs. You don't want to put them in a bad spot. I hear all that. Because that retail model, what it always kind of, I've known it as, is just getting asses in seats. They don't care. They just want bodies, right? They just want volume. Right. And yep. they didn't really care as much about, you know, being better. They just wanted bodies that the upper management type situation. Right. It's different. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I heard from you. You actually. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of false security. You know what I mean? It's uh, even if it's somebody that's paying a recoverable draw and they do things to where right. it's like they get the false sense of security. But at the end of the day, we sell money for a living. And uh -huh. if you're selling it at 500 basis points and making 100 basis points and we're selling it at wherever our comp is and actually making what our comp is and uh -huh. our rates are half a percent, like, what am I missing? Like, tell me, uh -huh. you know, it's a question I ask all, all the time. I had a, one of my LOs in uh, Colorado, I went to call his cell phone and it went to his old company and mm. that his manager answered at this old retail company. And I was like, oh. tell me. Why are you still at that overpriced retail model? Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, okay, well, I just want to know. I'm not trying to sell you. I'm not, I'm not yeah. switching. I'm not, buddy, I'm not asking you to switch. Like, tell me Why? what the reason is. Like, help me understand. If I'm a, if I'm a high school kid that's thinking about coming into an industry, tell me why it makes sense to sell something twice as more expensive and get paid less. Cause you know, I don't, I don't claim to be the smartest man on the planet, but mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah. There's facts there that you can't really argue with. Right. It's, <laughs> right? There's math. Like it's, it's tough. You start tripping over your own tongue. It's like, but why? And no one has an answer. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. it feels pretty good to be like, well, we kind of do. Yeah. His uh, answer was support. He finally gave it to me. He's like, well, I have, you know, three, assistants that do and i'm like okay well you know you close 60 loans a year look at mm -hmm. what the percentage that you're paying for that so like each assistant you're given you know almost from what they're taking they're charging you 200 grand per assistant like you can't mm -hmm. hire two people and you know keep more of your revenue well mm -hmm. you know how it goes i mean some of it's i think it's just fear right 
Most people yeah, aren't moving. All. The only people that aren't moving, they're just scared. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so you guys have scaled hard, which is which is awesome, and doing it the right way. The question I have for you personally, right, is scaling is very, very hard for people, right? It, it can be. There's a lot of steps. Yeah. It's three yep. forward, two back, another three, whatever it might be, right? And like you had said, maybe some things have changed a bit, but you're still originating because you love it, right? For yes. people that are trying to scale – but looking to mix it in with still being a producing manager or owner or whatever it might be, why, how important is it for you to still originate? Because you see this in, in some of the big retail models where people haven't originated in four or five, six years, and they're kind of out of touch. I think that's what you're going to say. But how important is it for you to stay in the game on the ground floors yeah. as well? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of value ads that I feel it gives me. One, you touched on it, like being in the weeds of the business, um, you know, seeing everything that's happening, knowing about it. And like loan officers in general, I hate to say it, a lot of them are lazy. So, uh -huh. you know, you'll hear about, OK, well, we have loan level price adjustments coming if loans aren't locked by this date. Like to me, even if I was just running the company, I would miss a lot of the stuff that I know that's coming down the line or things that I know mm -hmm. that are important for my originators to accomplish. The other mm -hmm. part of it is that I've been fortunate enough that I have two partners that handle, you know, they handle the non-originating side of the business, yeah. right? They're call reports, uh, QuickBooks, you know, everything to where for me, I've just been able to focus on what I love and what I think mm -hmm. I'm good at, which is, you know, let's, let's grow. Let's attract good people, have a good culture. Um, but I also have a value proposition to myself when I started um, edge with Chris and Chantel, I did not want to rely on somebody else for my paycheck. Right. And mm. to this day, if I bring somebody on, it's because I want to partner with you. It's not because I need to, you know, our, our profit margins are so thin. I don't, not going to want to say what they are just because I don't want it to seem like I'm trying to recruit people who run super thin yeah. margins. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't really, it's not about money. Right. And to me, it's about, um, you know, if you were working at, ABC lender that was a retail lender, I'd really be happy to know that I'm going to help you, right? I'm going to help mm -hmm. you generate more revenue, give you more options and put you in a position to put your family in a spot where mm -hmm. uh, you've wanted to, right? Like, man, I've really wanted to buy, like everybody has goals. Uh, and I think when they're, they don't give themselves the ability to meet them, like it makes me happy knowing when I get to talk to some of these people with not only what their goals are, but how I know I'm going to be able to help them achieve them um, mm -hmm. by giving them mm -hmm. the model that truly is second to none when you're, you know, meeting in the wholesale industry, the best rates, the best pricing, the, you mm -hmm. know, the optionality, um, the technology, technology. Finally, in the last yep. couple of years. I mean, the technology has been amazing. Um, mm -hmm. So I get excited about that part. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that, that's what I wanted to ask. Cause I think some people have trouble scaling. Do we just hire more? Do it like, and it's obviously it's whatever works for you, but that balance yeah. of still originating, which I think is in this type of uh market that we're in, if you're trying to scale a bit, I think you still have to originate. You still have to be there. Different model, yeah. but it, you got to like it and it keeps you on the ground floor. And that's what you gets you like going. It. I think that's what I'm getting. My at. guess is, you know, my goal in five years is to get to 5,000 LOs, right? Mm. I'm still going to originate. Yeah. It's not about um, it's not about money for me. It really isn't. Like mm -hmm. I like learning, and it's, it's like almost uh, 
I don't know. I've used the equation, the, and like the, how do I say this? I've used this before, like a sponge, you know, if you stop learning, you just let that sponge sit and dry out. It, it won't soak anything up anymore. Mm -hmm. Originating mm -hmm. for me, man, it keeps me fresh, right? It keeps me to where like, man, I have to look up. What are these guidelines change? What are the, I'm constantly learning. And, you uh -huh. know, on the growth side of like scaling, yeah, I'm learning, but you know, it, not at the same level I do originating, right? I know yeah. I can be a better service to my team members if, you know, I'm more of a servant leader than somebody who mm -hmm. is, you know, yep, I have it set for you guys. I need, I need you to work. Yeah, you know, I, need, I need that paycheck. Um, where mm -hmm. me, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't. I don't really care. Right? I care about the relationship. I care about them seeing value in, you know, my care for them to do better, you know, for our mm -hmm. care to give them a place to where they don't have to ever have to wonder if they're going to get paid because, you know, all of a sudden I needed to make my jet payment or, um, you know, boat payment or something crazy. Like I, I that's not a concern for us. So mm -hmm. I like that value proposition for one reason and one reason only. If I was ever to go, Let's say that, you know, Ed shut down and I went to work someplace. Who would I want to work with? And mm -hmm. that's what I try to mirror on that's my cool. behavior and my work ethic and what I do. Like, I want to help people. I want to be transparent. I want to be authentic. Um, there's only so much time to do it. So, so most people realize it. But at the same time, you know. I still have plenty of time to, to do everything that I want to do and continue to grow. So I find the balance. Uh, thankfully, obviously I got a good, I got two or three good LOAs now where before it was just one. Um, mm -hmm. Now I, you know, it's probably 30 minutes of file instead of two hours uh, mm -hmm. that I'm spending, which is really, it's not even so much about the the numbers and selling money at that point. It's about the relationship. Yep. I want to, I want to know how they're doing. I want to know what, what are their goals? You know, are their kids going to school in mm -hmm. a couple mm -hmm. of years? Are they paying for it? Do they have funding for it? Really being a problem solver for me is, is a skill that I would say I have. Like I like problem solving. So when I hear mm -hmm. somebody and they're telling me, yeah, my daughter's I think going to go to medical school and I don't know how we're going to afford it. Cause they're your typical, you know, 80% AMI family household income. Mm -hmm busting mm -hmm. their tail, have set up a little college fund maybe, but then they're sitting on, you know, six, $700,000 worth of equity, not costing anything. It's like, mm -hmm. I love to be able to create solutions for people using financing. Yeah. Yeah. That's look, we've just seen the Tom that's president of growth, Tom, the uh, co-founder of edge and now Tom, the originator. So you you've yep. got three different. Has ever, anyone ever said you have multiple personalities, Tom? Because I'm no, to... no, thank goodness. I'd be a little scared if they did. But uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I try right, to so keep it the same. Yeah. So I got to get into because we've been going 35 minutes already, which is crazy. So you do something similar to what we're doing now with with grow and get it. I was on there with you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's it's a little bit quicker. 10 minutes, 15 yep. minutes, whatever it is. Right. Yep. So. Off the top of your head, I know I keep putting you on the spot, but what are like a couple of the, the tips that you've learned on your episodes that you could share? Anything stick out to you that oh, man. you spoke to? Almost every one what? of them. I mean, to me, um, I'll, I'll just go back to like simple ones even. Darren Corder, I think he just started a new brokerage. He came from retail and I sat with him and he gave me the three Ds. You know, he has a list. Mm -hmm. Do it, ditch it, or delegate it, right? Um 
like that was a big one. Um, market update videos to your agents um, weekly. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not staying in front of them, I, I forget who it was that I had on there in their major uh, Paul Olbrantz um, with mm -hmm. how you know, motivated me to, as he's calling every week and he's helping others. Like he runs a, a little, I don't know, call it a group, but an academy that helps loan officers and he doesn't charge mm -hmm. anything for it. It's just like, mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to make 20, I'm going to make outbound calls at this time. If everybody wants to hop on zoom and do it, it's accountability. So not mm -hmm. only did I start mm -hmm. doing it for a short period of time, but then I started getting my guys doing it. I'm like, Hey, it's a no brainer. This guy lives in, in an area where the average real estate agent closes like 1.7 deals a year. So you look at his mm, MMI wow. open and it's like, okay, he did 130 million, but it's all different agents. And all different. That yeah. That's impressive. Like for me, my business, I would say I've got, you know, five or six agents that send me a ton of their business. Um, and then I got a couple of one offs, but learning things from people like that, learning about how you, you know, do lunches for, People in your mm -hmm. community, Philly can be a rough area, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like to me, showing like how to be involved in your community and not necessarily coming at it with the angle of, oh, I'm going to get business for this, but give right. or gain. Like it just, it's proof mm -hmm. in action. If you give to others, you will receive. Um, mm -hmm. And if you don't, then you probably were looking for it. You were probably looking to receive it. But if you do it without intention of getting anything back and your, your heart's in the right place, like yours mm -hmm. is, um, mm -hmm. you business from it guaranteed because yeah. who the hell would want to use if I'm in that neighborhood and I'm buying my first house and I see, you know, the cool hus bus shirts and people giving out lunches mm -hmm. to those that can't do it. Um, I absolutely love it. And then I could probably go on cause I love my growing up. They're uh, quick and fun yeah. and to the point, you know, we just had, uh, Shelton on from Align lending here in, in uh, mm -hmm. Michigan, like watching how every, closing someone's there even if lo can't make it open houses on the weekend how are we supporting um i did another one with eric katsika same thing with open houses he's getting mm -hmm. two or three um contracts a month from open houses good ones wow wow and it's like okay like what are you doing like so that's normally where a lot of these things come into play where um i'm questioning that what are you doing mm -hmm. right like how are you mm -hmm. winning like we're, we're in a market that's 60% down yet. I see you just submitted 10 deals in the last two weeks and you're a newer LO with us. Like share yeah. with me what's going on. And then he shares right. it. And then I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, let's get on an episode of grow and get it and share with our community. And that's been the fun mm -hmm. part. Most of the people like to do it. Some people reach out afterwards to him and say, Hey, you know, I think we had Adrian Fiola on some of his, um, I don't know. We've had a couple of social media guys on there that dominated that, that get business from it. But it's, uh, there's been a lot of good nuggets to me. I'm selfish a little bit because I absolutely love it. Cause I learn something every week, you know? Yeah. That's what I do on this. I learn every time something new yeah. right after this, I go right to my team. I'm like, we have to do this. Sometimes yeah. we do, sometimes we don't, but every time I, I leave excited, it's cool. Um, yeah, it is. So it's, been, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. The next question I had here, but you kind of already answered it, was like, why would someone who doesn't really want a brokerage, that doesn't want to scale, doesn't want a bunch of LOs, wants the, a one or two person shop, which is fine. Why should they watch Grow and Get It? But you you just answered that. Like, I think there's a misconception of, oh, Tom, president of growth is only telling your company how to scale because you've done that with Edge. 
But you're yep. you just talked about how individual LOs. Yeah, this be is all on a lo- an LO level, Correct. right? I mean, the it's one thing about a, you know, we don't have company memberships. We have individual memberships. That's how mm-hmm. we survive. Mm-hmm. And how do individuals make it? You know, they're closing more loans. And to me, that's why I like staying on the front end of it. It's like, okay, well, what can I do to help the guy? Exactly like you said, the one to two person shop. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're there by yourself and don't have a community to plug into, that's where the true value of, you know, aim comes into play. Mm-hmm. We give you that community. You know, you see people like Thomas Sloan, love the guy, you know, he's, he's so active in every yeah. community that he's in, whether he, I'm in vetted VA with him, I'm in, you know, obviously brokers are better. He gets business from it because mm-hmm. he engages with the community. So, you know, trying to see people that maybe get stuck and it doesn't matter if they've been in the business 20 years or just got in people get stuck all throughout their career on it it's something mm-hmm. to help get them off the ledge if you're looking to take an executable action item and go out and grow your business that's yeah. the name of grow and get it which i love yeah so if these podcasts are too long for you because 80 percent of people <laughs> have adhd in our community then go watch grow and get it because that's a quick hitting 10 to 15 minutes and it's go, go, go. And it gets right to the point and you're not listening to me just babble like I'm doing now. But anyway, uh, you're my, you're my long car ride podcast, brother. I yeah. love any time or exactly. if I got a flight, you know, a two hour flight or more, I'm jamming out <laughs> as many episodes as I can get. And uh, I always, I'll even take car trips because my family lives in Ohio. It's about a 12 hour drive from uh-huh. Minneapolis to Ohio. Man, I don't mind driving because that's when I catch up on them. You know, yep. I nice. like it. I love it. Well, let's, we have about five to six minutes. I may want to make sure we hit on aim on tour. Cause that's new this year. Right. Yep. So yep. can you tell us a little bit about that? And I have a couple, I got the cities listed, but tell us what that is. Cause even I need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So we've, we did a little bit of this before um, in the simplistic answer um, is, and you, you put me on the spot, which I like, I, I don't, yeah, it's yeah. like to it's me, fun. it's about meeting others in your community about seeing in talking to other members that have seen in action what AIM has done, right? AIM for a long time, you know, we just hit the mark of either five or six years. Um, It's now, it's been under new leadership longer than it was under old leadership. And you've Mm -hmm. seen the change of what AIM has done to where even membership, like membership was always optional, right? And now, like, in my opinion, we're creating noticeable difference and change in our industry to where it really shouldn't be optional. If you're Mm -hmm. part of AIM and you're benefiting from, you know, even our our veteran tax exempt bill, our, you know, the the ability to have homes for heroes, not homes for heroes, what is it? Hometown heroes. Um, A lot of these wins, we can't do that without membership. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think we have 9,000 AMP accounts right now, but we have you know, I'll just say 14,000 members roughly in our brokers or better group. I mean, there's 5,000 people that are really mm. not members, but they're there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, to me, I don't remember what the even question was where I was going with this, but I would love to see um, more of our listeners to the podcast. I think it's been a great podcast. I've listened to it, I think, uh, mm-hmm. since you've started it. We mm-hmm. need the support of our members to be able to continue with what our plan is of being truly the gold standard in the housing industry from from a trade trade group, right? Yeah. From a um, trade association. So, 
Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the question was, what is AIM on tour? But that's what it is. Yeah, we got it now. So it's to introduce you to AIM, right? It's a happy Correct. hour. You're going to learn about uh, what we do. You're going to get to shake some hands and kiss some babies. And uh, mm-hmm. the truth is, it's supposed to be fun. And it's supposed to be to where you can meet other people in your community. And it gives you, we normally have somewhat of a presentation, at least a little bit, to say mm-hmm. whoever one of our member leaders are, or if it's an AIM leader directly, um to just how if people have the question all the time how can i get more involved Mm -hmm. um and it's one that to where when you meet in person you know one we can answer the question directly but then you can see you know you can be involved in any which way you want like even if you didn't do the broker to broker podcast and you didn't serve on my next generation committee Mm -hmm. you're still of service to our community by the things that you do and you allow other people to see it and share mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it wasn't for AIM, I would have never known about you. Correct. Right? And that's, that's really it. It's like, Hey, is this important to where, you know, we want to get out and meet our members, but it's also important that we say, you know, explain to them what it is that we do and why we need their support as well. Yeah, no. So this is perfect. This is a good way to, to, to end it here. So when I when this when AIM started before I was even a broker, they had a mini AIM on tour, and there was yes. an event in Philadelphia because guess where AIM is Philadelphia. Yes. So and they didn't have much money, so it's AIM on tour was four blocks down the road, but that's what it was, right? Now we have this whole huge community that's online and it's all virtual. Now what they've done, and this is perfect, President Growth here. Look how AIM on tour has grown. I'll list the cities because you want to get out to this to meet people now uh, face-to-face. You know, all brokers are better. Now go meet them. So this year, it'll be Irvine, California, Columbia, Maryland, Gilbert, Arizona, Charlotte, North Carolina, Folsom, California, Salt Lake City, Utah, Cincinnati, Ohio, Hoboken, New Jersey, Dallas, Texas. Philly is not on that list. Well, (laughs) anyway. There we go. But, uh, you know what? Minneapolis isn't on that list either yet. But the cool part is, you know, we call it uh, when we have National Mortgage Broker Day, we encourage every area to like have a get together, you know, and celebrate it. I saw some cool National Mortgage Broker Day get togethers. Like we're still going to have a couple other pop ups. So, oh, I'm sure. And you got fused at the end of the year, I'm sure. Yeah, and I got the golf tournament this year, by the way. All right, we'll talk about that. Finally, I put together a committee. We're working on it. It's that Wednesday. So if I'm not mistaken, it's October 4th. Uh, But it's a Wednesday before fuse. So um, make sure, one, that you've got your elite membership or VIP membership, so your ticket's free. Uh And two, there's only going to be 72 spots for the golf tournament. We're going to do a four-man scramble. Right, you know, four teams that way it's not too long uh but it's going to be fun right i mean yep. we love to golf we have a lot of members that love to golf a lot of uh, a lot of members that just want to ride in the golf cart and get drunk and have fun uh-huh. uh there's there's a place for everybody there for this event so well, super excited about fuse looking forward to seeing you again my friend as always uh-huh. and your uh your wonderful wife sometimes you bring the kids along with too yes sir i would like to might have to might have to it's a the, the wife's 40th birthday this year. So I got to, I got to play my cards, Tom, but yeah. I will play in that tournament. I come to win and I, right before this, I'm going to end it with this. I was being one of those lazy loan officers because we're lazy. Right. And I was watching that new Netflix. If you have time, I know you're a busy man. I think it's called next swing. 
It's 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 all about golfers. Gets up and close. It's pretty good to watch. Really? Check that out. Swing, huh? I haven't heard of that one. I'll, if you uh, put Netflix on, it'll pop up. You'll like it. Good. I like it. I like all right. It. So Thank you, brother. I appreciate broker, it. Broker. Yeah, right? I mean, we can talk about whatever. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Always good seeing you. I have a good trip <laughs> out in uh, Detroit. If you need anything, let me know, but I'll be talking to you soon anyway, I'm sure. Later, bro. Take care, man. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Get health care for your team. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues. Join the referral list. Change AEs and obtain exclusive discounts. And you have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait and sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.